Okay, welcome to another Halcyon Astro Dream Group where we discuss the month's energies and go through the weeks of astrology and try to relate it to our lives as practically as we can so that these concepts don't just live in our head, but they live and play out in our lives. This season we're going to be looking at Taurus. And for me personally, Taurus energy is opposite of my Scorpio rising. So it's actually the energy that I'm the least familiar with, the least comfortable with, because the sign that's opposite of your rising is in the house of partnership. I, don't, I haven't talked about houses in depth yet, but your seventh house is partnership. So it's the energy you're least comfortable with. You normally seek out in others and they become your partners. Now, you don't have to. You can find this energy in yourself and, you know, a big part of your inner journey may look at, like, how do I consciously create my seventh house's energy? But still, there's going to be a little bit more ease and flow to leaning on the people that are in that sign. So look up your seventh house, look up your rising, and hopefully one of these months we'll address them in depth and you'll get to see those qualities. So that being said, I'm going to do my best with Taurus energy because I've known a lot of Taurus. I've attracted a lot of Taurus people into my life and they have been very helpful and grounding. So I feel like I know Taurus well, but still at the same time, because it's not at the forefront of my experience, I will do it the best justice I can. So... One of my favorite sayings for Taurus energy to give you a sense of it is Taurus pace. Things go at a Taurus pace. Because people with Taurian qualities, they cannot be rushed. I actually have a really good illustration of this because I have a good friend who was born only like two weeks from me. So our charts are very similar in a lot of ways. He even has Scorpio rising. But his moon is Taurus and mine's Virgo. And he, this is the best example I've seen of his Taurus energy compared to mine, because when I get ready for a trip, you know, I just throw the clothes in the bag and like an hour before departure, maybe, hopefully, and I usually always forget something. But he described his preparation uh, process. He was like, oh, I don't just take my time, you know, getting ready. He's like, I really feel into it. He's like, oh, what shampoo do I want to take? What do I want my hair to smell like when I'm at the beach? Yeah, oh, this is going to be good. It's like, oh, what colors do I want to put out there? Uh, I'm feeling like some pinks would be good. You know, he took that much energy and feeling into this preparation. So that's what I mean by Taurus pace. You can't rush them. There is no like, hurry up, we got to get ready. It's like, no, I'm going to go at this pace because I want to enjoy my time because another key word you'll always hear with Taurus is sensual they're very much grounded in the five senses it's like let me feel how can I feel taste touch what is the visual quality of the space I'm in they're really grounded because they're constantly like using their five senses to expand out into a space and seeing how that nourishes them or not or what they like about it. You know, that's that's that kind of, that, that's the earthy quality. Like there's three earth signs, but Taurus is clearly the most grounded of the earth signs because they're the fixed earth sign. Talked about fixed a little bit, but it's that quality 
of energy that takes things to completion. For example, it's the Taurus energy that myself that I'm trying to find that's going to help bring this series of the 12 uh, Zodiac podcasts to completion. You know, normally or naturally, maybe I'd get bored of something during month four or five and be like, I'll just drop this. But the Taurus energy is like, well, we want to have the completion. We want to do an episode on each sign and have that be seen through. So after the initial burst of enthusiasm and energy, it's the fixed signs of the people that take things and finish it and follow it through. And then the mutable signs are the ones that say, okay, this is stale. This has been done. We need to mix it up. They'll shake it up at the end. And so you find that in the rhythm of the series. The fixed sign is always the middle sign of a series. Uh, I'm sorry, season. So this is the fixed sign of spring. It's bringing the culmination of the spring energies to a head. And then we're going to mix it up in the summer. I'm trying to slow down. This is really hard for me, but I know I could talk a lot faster. But I'm trying to do justice to the Taurus pace. So another, so another key word is stability. Taurus people love routine. They are able to create a routine for themselves and steadily go at it. This is another good illustration of me and a, a woman who has a Taurus moon who I run with. And we're, we're going on this hilly path. And so I go really fast when it's downhill. And then, you know, I take it easy when it's on the uphill. Her pace never changed. And it's not like she was looking at her watch or anything. She would go the same pace going downhill and uphill. <laughs> it was just amazing that she just did it naturally. It was just, that was her, her mode. That was the Taurus pace that she set for herself. And she found her rhythm and she doesn't deviate. So that's why Taurus people are such great stabilizers of the world. It's like everyone else, you know, they're fluctuating. Everything's fluctuating. Like even look at astrology. There's planets shifting in and out of signs all the time. There's eclipses and conjunctions. <laughs> For people that are sensitive, it's like, how do we get anything done? Well, if you have really solid Taurus energy, that's kind of your anchor. It's like, that's great that all that cosmic stuff is going on. But right here on planet Earth, we can just feel into our five senses, breathe, and do this thing that's right in front of us. You know? And it's grounding more fully in. It's not so much dissociating or tuning out. It's not like Taurus people aren't sensitive to the cosmos or anything. A lot of the, the ones I know, and we'll get to this in the weeks, were very creative. I think that's enough for the keywords. So we'll go into the weeks of Taurus energy. So last time, I believe I, I, I covered the cusp. We went on the cusp of power. And fittingly enough, the first week of Taurus energy is the cusp, I'm sorry, the week of manifestation. The week of manifestation. So, yeah, the, what, what do you do with that power? It translates into what we've been talking about as manifesting like it's a very good buzzword these days but taurus people and especially taurus one energy which is when taurus energy is it's just taking off is at its most potent and so taurus people can will actually create their dream role because they have the staying power the focus the productivity the tenacity that's that's my favorite keyword of taurus week one 
tenacious. Because it's like when things are, when you run into resistance, the Taurus one doesn't go, oh, that's a sign I shouldn't do this. Or, oh, no, this is too hard. I need to find another way. The Taurus sign will dig in their feet and keep going with that tenacity. So they're a very productive, physical, you know, grounded sort of week. And their weaknesses, you know, the downside, the energy you want to kind of avoid for people born during this week, which is April 24th through about May 1st. The weaknesses are they can be stubborn. You know, you can easily see that tenacity might go into stubbornness, smugness, and being exaggerating, being, being a little too extreme. And so the smugness, you know, because they're so because they're so grounded, because they're so earthly, there is a there is a there is a quality of wisdom with Taurus. You know, there is that grounded wisdom. And so that can come across as smug by when when they look at all these other types that are flighty and running around and not just here now. So it can come off as smug, like eh, other people will figure out. I found the way. I know kind of how reality is. Other people will take as long as they need to to figure that out. <laughs> Now, the second week surprised me a little bit. It was actually the week of the teacher. The week of the teacher. And so still coming around this image of sort of the, the wisdom keeper, the earthly wisdom keepers, because when we get to Capricorn, we'll see how they're very clearly a teacher archetype as well in terms of wisdom. But But the Taurus have this sort of like it, it's it is the staying power. It's like how to teach someone you have to stay with them in their process through to completion. Whereas a Capricorn that might not fit with their agenda so much, but with a Taurus because they have all their routines because they're such an anchor of the community, they are going to give someone what they need for where they're at, and then and be patient. It's like okay, that's where they are. I'm not going to be worried that they could be you know, uh, nuclear physicist when they're in their 20s, they're 12. So I'm going to teach them how to <laughs> peel fruit. You know, I don't know. They just teach what is there in the moment and they're not in a rush because of that, the patient Taurus pace quality. Of course, the weaknesses can be, they can be critical, <laughs> inflexible. Again, you're going to keep seeing this time and again for each week. And they can also be heavily demanding. And another reason that they get this quality of being a teacher is because they're such good students. Taurus are a immensely, immensely interested in the physical world. You're going to see this curiosity show up differently in Gemini. But the to that doesn't mean Geminis are the only curious ones. Taurus are like, they want to know how things work. How does this universe work? You know, pretty much every Taurus I know has a pretty strong inclination towards science, you know, towards grounded facts. It, like I said, it's not that they can't experience these weird other dimensions or this transcendental stuff. It's That just doesn't grab and hold their interest and they don't treat that as literal truth. You know, they're very much like, well, that was a wild time. And maybe reality is much more complex than I can know. 
but I still want to know <laughs> what are the studies, what are the experiments saying, what are these uh, vetted sort of knowledge that we can build towards. I've always thought of as like, if you looked at a trans, let's just say, uh, what do you even call it? I'm blanking now, but <laughs> either way, it's like the Tower of Babel that builds towards that. You know, we'll say spirituality is up here and all the crazy experiences or concepts of union and enlightenment. And Taurus wants to build towards understanding that reality one block at a time. One block at a time. They're not going to jump up there. They're not going to really engage in spiritual bypass. They want to get there, you know. Because they're intensely curious, like, how does it work? There's got to be a way to verify and figure this out. And what is the physics saying? What, you know, what are these fractal patterns we're, <laughs> we're dealing with? So that, that's kind of just going to be their approach. So week three, we have the week of the natural. The week of the natural. And this, this comes from... It's, it's natural on a lot of levels. It's natural in the sense that a Taurus is really good at embodying the authentic energy. And so they're starting to learn how to be less like, oh, this is just one way, because Taurus is now getting closer to Gemini. So now the energy is becoming more dynamic. And it's like, oh, well, today I'm this way, and today I'm this way. And it's natural to go through these sorts of rhythms. So you're going to start to see the Taurus energy get a little less rigid and a little bit more creative and a little bit more fun-loving and a little bit more adventurous. So this is where you start to see the, this Taurus I was talking about with the imagination and the creativity. And I've always linked that to because Taurus are so grounded you know, that their, their psyche isn't caught up with trying to adapt constantly. They've got a solid foundation that now creativity can kind of pour through them. You know, it's like if you did the same, if you had the same routine every day, and there's, there's, some, there's some famous writer that I think did that, that people would, they would adjust their clocks based on this professor, like when he would go for his morning walk or something, like he was that consistent for 20 years. But because that was so grounded, that frees up the mind to dwell on all these sorts of creative endeavors and to work through ideas and to work through projects. Because you don't have, it's, oh, that's like decision fatigue. That's the word, it's decision fatigue. There's no decisions made because they have the routine. So all their mental energy is freed up to be creative and to express themselves how they'd like. Now, the downside of these naturals is they can be rebellious. Um, they can get obsessive about the things they're interesting in. And now they can start to get frustrated. You know, the patience is starting to get lost towards this third week of Taurus, which is it's coming up. I believe it's week. It's going to be the 12th or it's going to be about the 10th. Yeah, the 10th to the 17th. And so then, yeah, week two is the second through the ninth. So those are the three weeks of Taurus. And we'll get to the cusp energy of Gemini next time. We'll get there next time. Yeah, I think I'm going to get the class in. Okay.
So that's all I had to say about Taurus. Do we have any questions or anything that stood out that needed clarifying? Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to feel into what else I can say, but Taurus energy, it really is about the quality of what you say. And so I would invite people for the rest of this season listening to this to do less, just do less on all fronts and see if you can really slow down and improve the quality. You know, because in the West, we really, it's just built into our culture now, like, oh, I can go to the gym three times a week. Well, the next level is four times a week. Actually, maybe the next level is two times a week. But you really are thoroughly in your body when you do it. Because the more in your body you are when you work out, the more the body is going to be like, oh, I need to change and adapt to this because you're paying attention to this process. So maybe less is more <laughs> and see how that makes some aspect of your life unfold. And if you know which house of yours Taurus rules, then that's the place I would start to look at having this quality of energy in there. Right? Okay. All right. I would do the Taurus meditation as well, but we're going to do that after the discussion with my class. So I encourage you all to find the Taurus music for yourselves and do the meditation I taught in the last podcast. The music selection for Taurus energy is Swan Lake, which is a really beautiful music to sit with and be with. And I hope that music enlivens and empowers that house of your life. Thank you for listening.